This episode of Cut the Fourth Play is brought to you by Sandy. If you like more information on them, check out their website at sandyit.com on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash sandyit, twitter.com sandymobile, instagram.com sandymobile, app store slash play store sandyit.com forward slash get underscore started. Why was that in an accent? Because I like to do voices and accents. Makes me feel like I got friends. <laughs> Let's stop this. Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cut the Foreplay. I only did the accent for a little bit because it's good to be racist about 30 seconds at a time. Other than that, I feel like you're pushing it. Now, this is how this week has gone so far. Before we get into the topic, of course, um, uh, <laughs> I uh, recently posted something that uh, evoked a lot of feelings, lots and lots of feelings on the interwebs, and this is what the post said. Quote, I'll be dead honest, listening to 105.5 XFM's new hosts feels like I ran into my ex and they're dating someone less attractive than me. And people were either like, yes, honey, get it, or other human beings were like, that's absolutely so rude, how can you? Why is this surprising to you? I love to fu- fucking throw shade. I'm an eclipse, if anything. I'm that part of someone's ball sack that has never seen the light. This is my norm. Now, let's address a couple of things. Number one, people that were like, you know what, you are just a sack of shit and nobody liked you anyway. If I'm that irrelevant, why are you so upset about my opinion? Cast it the fuck aside and move on. Number two, human beings that were like, hey, but you are hurting someone else's feelings. Have you met the internet? I'm pretty sure that's what it's for. And number three, just to let you know as an FYI, it is genuinely my opinion. So if what you're waiting for is an apology, much like all of your ex-lovers, it's not gonna come. Moving on swiftly. Two things that uh, hit me right in the spots this week was number one, Amanda Bynes was uh, finally interviewed after what was four years, and when she was asked about the whole Drake scenario, this is what she had to say. When you told Drake to murder your vagina, I actually wasn't being insincere. I was like <laughs> saying, Murder my vagina. Uh-huh. You, were, you were serious. <laughs> I was serious. <laughs> that has fed me more than food ever could. I absolutely love that. You guys need to peep that interview because the amount of honesty on her face was fucking incredible. Yes, Amanda, you always win at life. And number three, TLC is trying to make a comeback. They have a song called Wayback featuring FT. Foot. Snoop Dogg, and I don't really know what I think about it. Um, I'm kind of on the fence. I've listened to it a couple of times and I sing along, but I also feel as though it's not a throwback. It's not like, hey, here's three minutes of a great jam that'll remind you of the 90s. It generally feels like they never left the 90s, and they're like, hey, when was the last time I was cool? Let's do that again. Now, I can sit here in my tacky floral leggings and talk shit about them as much as I want, but you know I'm gonna listen to that song over and over again because it's f- fucking TLC. Show some respect, Nadia. Okay, yeah, I'm right. Much like I always am. And finally, the moment no one has been waiting for except for me. On to the topic. 
So this is the the dealio. I uh, finally got a phone number for Cut the Foreplay, which means you guys can send me voice notes, messages, and I said if you send me a dick pic, I will post it along with the, your social insurance number, your parents' address, place of employment, the work. So if you're brave enough and you think you got a pretty penis, you know what? Go for it. I ain't gonna stop you. You're an adult. So what was the point of this? Yes. So I asked you what you guys uh, wanted to talk to me about and someone mentioned having a crush on your best friend and as much as every single human being that has gone through that feels like, oh my god, I'm a pioneer. You are absolutely not. So what I thought to do was to give you three different opinions instead of just telling you what to do and you can choose for yourself in terms of how to move forward. So Mwai Kasim is the human that asked this question. I hope this helps, dude. My thing with crushes in general or feelings in general is that I genuinely do not like them. They gross me out. They make me feel weird and I don't like my thoughts over populated with anything other than thoughts of myself. Narcissism is real. So I think everything gets cloudier and everything gets worse when it becomes someone that you already love and you just happen to fall in love with them. And I can tell you this sadly, but not so sadly as well, firsthand, that if you decide to move forward by telling your best friend that you are uh, into them, it could end up like this. That's what I did, where it actually fucking works out and you never think that's gonna be an option but it does so i have two best friends one of which lives too far away to be perfectly honest and uh, the other this is where the scenario happened where four years down the line you're like excuse me what these feelings just snuck up on me and i'm the kind of person where um with a lot of things i'm a go-getter i like things the way i like them and i like them when i like them so naturally i was like this is how it's gonna be Q 90s R&B music. Are we gonna do it all night? Penetration. I did not say that clearly or I'd be single right now. I was extremely upfront, was like, fuck it. As soon as I understood what my feelings were, I'm like, this is where I want to go. You coming with me or not? And the answer happened to be yes. Um, I'm still in that relationship. And I can tell you that saying something is always the best option. Otherwise, you just kind of let things stew and stewing isn't good. Stewing reminds you of constipation where your tummy is like just jam-packed with shit and you keep on eating so you're just gonna spill over with toxic waste. And don't get me wrong, it wasn't all like fucking kettle corn and roses. It was tough shit, dude. This other human being lived across the world. I lived here. They were with someone else. I was with someone else. But when you want something bad enough, you're gonna make it work. And I know you're like, hey, let me just stop this podcast and run over to my best friend's house and be like, Jill, it's me. You've been looking at the love of your life this whole time. And then she's like, fuck off. But just keep keep listening because there are so many scenarios where these things go right and others where they go wrong and I want you to get the full shebang before you make your decision. So one of my really good friends, we grew up together, we twerk together, we eat 12 pounds of carbs together and then complain about how full we are. The wonderful, the soul-crushingly attractive Miss Kusi Kimani. Girl. 
Tell us your troubles. Okay, so I had a really, really, really good friend. He was my best friend for, I'd say, just over a year. Um, We became friends in the last year of my university degree. He was in his last year. So we just started talking, we started hanging out. And then it got to the point where we're just hanging out all the time. So we're messaging all day, every day, sending each other funny pictures. I think back then it was on the Blackberry, so over BBM. Um, We'd always have a laugh and a joke. We'd go and do stuff together. So we'd go to the cinema, we'd play pool, I'd hang out with him and his guy friends. We'd have dinner. It'd never be anywhere expensive. It was just chilled. It was it was a genuine friendship. At no point was it ever evident that there were feelings there or any feelings starting to develop. There certainly weren't any on my side. And actually, at one point, um, we were really close when I was in a relationship with someone else and we were still carrying on the way we were. So I had no idea. Um, and then it came to one point where randomly I'd sent a message and not had a response so when it got to the end of that day I thought that's strange you know normally by now I'd have received anything I thought nothing of it I thought maybe he's busy um the next day I still hadn't had a response to my message and I thought no that really is strange because even if we are busy or preoccupied or going through something we always let the other person know we'd never read and ignore um each other's messages or attempts to contact the other person so that evening I tried calling him um, it just rang out and I thought, okay, this is starting to really be strange. I was starting to worry. I thought maybe something was up, you know, something had happened to him, something had happened to someone he knew, you know, it was definitely out of the blue for me not to have heard from him. Um, and I think I waited two days and I sent him a message saying, look, I'm really worried. Um, I can't get hold of you. You've not responded to my calls or my text messages. Is everything okay? Um, and I sent that over WhatsApp, which was read and ignored. And I gave it another couple of days, tried ringing again, nothing tried sending text messages nothing eventually I think after I tried for a couple of weeks I sent a message just saying look I really don't know what I've done wrong but whatever it is please can you let me know you know I'm truly sorry no no matter what it is I I truly apologize because to me the friendship that we had was so special to me that you know no matter what I did wrong I was willing to accept take blame and apologize and just mend our relationship and be able to just have that friendship that we had beforehand so when I sent that message again that was read and ignored so I thought to myself I have done everything I can do to reach out I've got no idea what I've supposedly done wrong there is nothing more I can do in this situation so I sort of left it at the time with my boyfriend I was talking about it and he was just kind of like you know whatever he's doing just move on from that which I I tried to do I was obviously thinking about it all the time and I was upset because this person that I spoke to every day who played a big role in my life who I used to um socialize with and just wasn't there just overnight just disappeared Five months after this, I got a random text message from him just saying, hey, how are you doing? And I was thinking, wow, it's been five months and this is how this guy is going to approach me. So I just messaged him saying, you know, it's been this amount of time. I've been trying to get hold of you, not heard from you. Like, you know, what's going on? And it was such a sinister message. He just wrote back saying, I'm really sorry about that. I can explain, but I don't want to do it over the phone. Can we meet face to face? Now I'm thinking something seriously went wrong he shut off and I gave up when I should have trying been trying more so I was beating myself up about it I was like right so when can you meet up I was actually willing to meet up with him that evening and he said he was free the next day we just planned it in and I spent all night sort of not really sleeping wondering what it could have been and obviously the next day he just messaged me just saying if we're still on and what time he would be picking me up. He insisted on driving and he insisted on us going somewhere to eat and that he was treating me 
Now, I didn't think this was strange because the amount of times we used to go out for dinner and we'd take it in turns paying for each other, we'd take it in turns paying each other for the cinema. It was just a regular friendship. So I was just thinking, okay, it's not out of the blue him suggesting he drives and obviously him pay for dinner. Maybe it's his way of sort of making up for whatever happened. He picks me up, we're in this car, music's on, very low, nothing silence this guy is not speaking to me no eye contact at any point he's just driving i'm just in the passenger seat and when i said try to ask him you know are you gonna talk to me you're gonna open up and he's like yeah i will do um i just need some time to sort of think through what what i'm gonna say and how i'm gonna say it and again obviously no way no thought in my brain passed thinking that maybe there was something romantically in it romantically linked to us so we get to i think we went to like a weatherspoon somewhere cheap and cheerful we never did anything too fancy we're looking i remember this very clearly we're looking at this menu this menu is right in front of me it's right in front of him i'm glazing down at the menu i look up and he's staring directly at me and he just goes i really don't know how to say it i'm just going to say it outright like I had to distance myself from you because I had really strong feelings for you. And my I'm sure my jaw dropped on this table. I'm sure he saw just the shock on my face, trying to process the words that came out of his mouth. And just the things that were going through my head was, you know, like, shit, what do I do? I, I don't, I, I, I didn't expect this. I wasn't prepared for this. I didn't even, I couldn't ever imagine this being the case what do I say what do I do what's he expecting from me and I think eventually I just said although I think I asked him whether his feelings were still there and he said he wasn't too sure um but that's why he reached out and I think he was just waiting on me to say that I felt the same it really felt like that's what he ultimately wanted from me and that's not what I felt so I just said to him that unfortunately I didn't see him that way I just saw a friendship with him and that's what I'd always valued between us and then I kind of looked at him and I said where do we go from here and we kind of just sat there not ordering can we actually still be friends knowing this information like could I could I still he'd be around my house chilling and I'd be in an oversized t-shirt and my underwear and I wouldn't think anything strange of it because we were friends like could we ever go back to that way of hanging out knowing how he has felt about me in the past thinking that he might still harbor those feelings now like I can't even remember leaving the restaurant it really just felt like that friendship was gone up and we haven't really had anything to do with each other since and I think it's been about three years so yeah that's my story Jason fucking crackers wowza that is one hell of a story coos homegirl why do these fucked up things always happen to you? You know, the thing is that I get both sides of the story. But first, I just have to say, if even one human being comments and writes, men and women cannot be friends, I will come to your home and take a dump on you. Because men and women can definitely be friends platonic relationships between men and women are absolutely wonderful and sacred and you need to respect that ish. Dunsies with my disclaimer. On his side, I understand how heartbreaking it must be to look at you every single day and be like, hey, I can't have it. It's like being super hungry and you're on your first day of being vegetarian and someone's eating a steak in front of you and you know you want it so bad that you want to rub that steak lube all over your body. Oh, that must have been horrible. So I do get why he wanted to distance himself. Self-preservation is paramount. And at the same time, you love this person, but you are not in love with them. You can't just dive in 
and be like, you know what? I don't really want to sleep with you or be with you, but let's just do this because I love you as a friend. And the funny thing is that I said that I wasn't going to have an opinion, but I obviously do. Here is the, the deal. In these scenarios, number one, you say something and it works out well, hunky-dory, good for you. Number two, you say something and it doesn't work out well and you have to distance yourself until you feel like you're okay enough to go back to that friendship. Even that in itself is not the worst thing in the world because sure, it fucking sucks while you're saying it and you're embarrassed and everything is unclear and you know, the four years or three years after that is brutal. But you are true to number one, yourself, and you don't have to go through through that whole thing of like constantly hanging out with someone else when you know you just want them to sit on your face. That ain't cool. So I would say whatever scenario that you get to pick that eliminates the words what and if put together is the one to pick because that is f fucking frightening. Just walking around being like, this could have been or that could have been. Cut that shit out, dude. All you gotta do is take a chance, take a chance, take a chicka chan chance. I feel like I'm parched from giving you my opinion. <laughs> <gasps> but that's it. Double sidebar, remember big or small, Sendy will deliver your goods for you. And uh, if you sign up now, you can type in the promo code SENDYPARTNER, that's capital S, capital P, and you will get 500 shillings off, which for some rides means it's absolutely free. Lastly, now my professional conclusion is, isn't it weird that uh, if your friend has feelings for you, they've definitely beat the meat over it, choked the chicken, masturbated, treated themselves, flicked the bean, wicky wicked like a DJ? Penetration, yeah.